0: We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com arrow logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org donate. Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org donate.
1: Reddit will sell pieces of itself in the form of stock. I'm David Brancaccio. Reddit, a bare-bones social medium where people swap advice, share hobbies, and a lot more, has now filed paperwork with the Securities and Exchange Commission for an initial public offering. New York Stock Exchange,
2: ticker symbol RDDT. In the prospectus it filed with the SEC, Reddit says it has more than 70 million average daily users and over 100,000 active communities. Reddit has become known for its message boards. It's had trouble with content moderation, and that's made advertisers leery. But Reddit recently struck a deal with Google, Google will reportedly pay Reddit to use its data to train AI models. Reddit says Google will also improve its search, making it easier for users to find content. Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI, is one of Reddit's biggest shareholders. According to the Reddit prospectus, he has 9.2 percent of voting power. I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace.
1: The perils of the software update, episode 9000. That's what AT&T is blaming for yesterday's outage, cutting service to mobile customers across the country. The FBI looked into it and sees nothing hacky or nefarious, and the company says it's all fixed now. Markets, the S&P and the Dow jumped to new record highs yesterday amid dreams of unbounded profits from artificial intelligence. The S&P rose more than 2%. S&P futures this morning are little changed. If you want your stock to jump 46% in pre-market trading, here's all you do. Land a telephone booth-sized robot spacecraft on the moon. Intuitive Machines of Houston did it. Bolted on to the Odysseus Lander, a work of sculpture by artist Jeff Koons. Arranged in a transparent cube. Lots of little balls. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. For our Econ Extra Credit segment this month, we're watching the film Invisible Beauty. It's autobiographical, exploring the career of entrepreneur, model, and activist Beth Ann Hardison and her push to diversify the fashion industry. Here's some of our conversation today, starting with Hardison's role in a cultural moment back in the 1970s when she's on the runway walking, as they say in the industry, walking for a noted designer, the late Chester Weinberg.
2: It was quite something that he would like me, thinking me, because I've been to others and they were like, I like you, but you're not right for me because I was a different kind of girl coming along at the time. I was very, really, very, really, very happy. But at the same time, you know, you're nervous. It's like, you know, going on a stage for the first time and in front of an audience that you don't know and they don't know you.
1: But it's even more than that, right? Because you're breaking almost a barrier there and you don't know what the reaction is going to be. You don't know if you'll be accepted or rejected in
2: that setting. Exactly, but you also don't know that you're breaking a barrier. There were other girls of color, but they were much more sophisticated that worked on that avenue. You could tell the audience was uncomfortable because there was starting to be some talk. When I went out in that showroom, there were Southern buyers, and Southern buyers, as soon as I hit the showroom, they couldn't hold their heads up and look at me. I knew it was because of me because that was the only time it was happening, but I didn't think it was because of my color or anything like that. I just thought, well... I'm not there tight. You know, <laughs> more of that than anything else. Of course, later you can sort of add things up if you want to go down that road.
1: So how long did it take from that moment until a place where you got the full applause, where people really got what it was that you represented and what you were doing?
2: Maybe because I had people like Willie Smith in my life, you know, well-known designer at that time. It was just an experience. But when it came down to like something like Versailles... That's when you get your great applause because the program goes up in the air and everything in the world is like more magnificent. And the idea of it really was so surprising because it was 10 girls of color, but 10 still is a lot when people are not used to seeing hardly any in that region. And then the end, it became just a, a wonderful experience for everyone. And the good news about it too is that it influenced certain designers to want to use girls of color. And I think it was a great not only showmanship of how Americans do things, but also see these beautiful girls mixed all together. It was a cultural shift.
1: Would you say that some of the significances of Versailles are on themes of diversity and on models that didn't look the old way? And you had a famous agency that had a lot. It had a roster. I was looking through that roster. Loads of black models. And more.
2: No, loads of white models and black models. <laughs> That's yeah. what I, had. I knew what to do. I knew I had to come with the same product in competition to what was out there. I couldn't come with a like a, a black model agency. That was never going to work because that wasn't a time or opportunity to do so because it's not like that many models are selling in that way. When I started this model agency, which, believe me, I never wanted to have a model agency But I wind up doing this model agency, and I knew I had to do it a certain way to please me, number one, and also to make sure I took care of the kids. The great thing about having that agency is having a white model agency, per se, and having good kids in it that were non-white was to see the difference of how things were in the advertising dollars. You know, whatever happened in the 70s, they started, you know, leaning away from it in the 80s because Calvin Klein put the print girl on his runway and took out all the runway girls. So that changed the game, and that put nothing but white girls on the runway because that's who was in the editorials.
1: Beth Ann Hardison, entrepreneur, model, social justice advocate. Our conversation doesn't end there. There'll be more in the podcast next week or streamable from Marketplace.org. The film is called Invisible Beauty one film a month exploring Marketplace themes, usually documentaries. Sign up for the weekly newsletter we have online. Marketplace Econ Extra Credit has a button to sign up free. I'm David Brancaccio. This is the Marketplace Morning Report. From APM, American Public Media.